Who watches The Watchmen? A question once asked in Alan Moore's famous graphic novel now seems to be on the lips and minds of an increasing number of Americans in lieu of recent events. Protests, riots, occupations, and autonomous zones have spread all throughout the country since late May of 2020 in what seems to be a near-unanimous cry from the unheard voices of America. Many people are asking themselves for the first time, what exactly has gone wrong to lead our society to this point? Unfortunately for those most targeted by state violence, this is a question they've been asking themselves for generations. That said, this current moment in history does seem to be laying down the groundwork for a broader coalition to address some of the largest issues plaguing contemporary America. What machinations and political structures are in place to oppress and further traumatize these communities? Is building a better and more secure future possible? Is there such a thing as a good cop? Today in the community garden, we're talking about the police and their relationship to poverty and the mental health of the impoverished. It's sure to be a fun and lighthearted episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, that's probably going to be the funniest part. <laughs> not going not gonna to lie. I had to sneak in at least Welcome to community yeah. garden, bitch. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well, this is like a icebreaker or whatever. So what's one song on your Fuck the Police playlist? We have to go with "Sleep Now in the Fire" by Rage Against the Machine. That's, oh, a, that's, that's good. A very good one. See, it's tough. I was thinking something like. At first, it was uh, the first thing popped in my head was "All Right" by Kendrick, but then the I like that because that's more positive. Right, but then the immediate second thing was uh, "Close Your Eyes and Count the Fuck" by RTJ. <laughs> Run the jewels. <laughs> yes. Hey, like you know what I'm saying? Like, hey. What 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 kid am I saying that motherfucker? But it's the one where he's like he's talking about killing the cops. And he says even if some good one die, good ones die, fuck it, the Lord will sort them. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it, the Lord will sort them. I said this yeah, nigga's yeah, crazy. Yeah. I love it's, you. It, it's on four, ain't it? No, it's not on RTJ four. It's not. That's awesome. Like two I, or three. I think it's on either two or three. Four has some. Four is definitely. Has, has, four is okay. More, it's on four three. Is, it's on three. Four is more it's about that. Mm-hmm. Four is more about that type of content. Uh-huh. But yeah. that song is specific. A lot of tracks from RTJ Four would be making the playlist. Okay, yeah. Facts. <laughs> Literally RTG. just their whole dis- discography. Yeah, it's, like, it's kind of essential. It's got the whole. It's got the vibe, man. She. It's got what the about you? Mine is XXX by Kendrick Lamar. Because it's like it's definitely how I feel about it. Like, I still gotta go, I still gotta go do shit. You know what I mean? Like, I still gotta keep it pushing. But at the same time, it's like, bro, if somebody kill my son, that means somebody's gonna die. Facts. Like, and I'm on that. Like, if, and if, and if, and if you touch any of mine, it's like, yeah. it's like that. And it's the way he, the way he, like, even set it up. Just like, he's like, hey, Today, I know. He was like, my nigga came to me on some, like, hey, I know you want some, ho- some holier shit, right? And he's like, Oof. Yes and no. <laughs> my nigga's like in theory. I, he's, yes. he's, he's, in theory, literally, but my uh, real reaction, regardless of whatever I should do, I'll catch that nigga outside his church. <laughs> like, <laughs> if that's all I got, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, yeah man, that's the that's the well, yeah, that's the way that right here. Okay, all right. Before we dive in. Uh, we should do some introductions. So, welcome to the Community Garden Podcast. Um, my name is Nate Wint. I'm Alex Harris, aka Black Hyphy or oh. Hyphy, at recent times. Dirty do no ducking dimes in this bitch. <laughs> Alright, uh, so yeah, this is the three of us, and uh, like the intro said, today we're going to be talking about poverty, police, and PTSD. Um, I've got... How many questions I got here? 
I got six questions, not as many as normal, but I think they're pretty big, broad questions that will get us going. Um, so, to start it off, my opening question is, why do we have a police force and what is their role in society? And this question is kind of like, you can take your the theoretical route or more how it actually is implemented in practice. I mean, what what is it def- what is it defined in theory? Like or what is the definition of it? I, can I feel that like that's fucking loaded cuz it's Well, it's, it's I mean, it's dynamic kind of like the was connotations it, oh, dynamic. Yeah, base, maybe more so like what is its intent? Baseline the idea is they're there to enforce law it's you know to um, apprehend um, people who break the law. They school monitor. They call um, monitors. Yeah, I mean it's really the hard to uh, give a earnest definition because to me, I'm like, well, the security guards for buildings. Yeah, I mean I know for my money. my viewpoint is way more like valuable buildings. They're yeah. there exactly <laughs> to protect Shit private property. They're a branch of the ruling class that exist to maintain the status quo to squelch uprisings like the ones that are currently happening which aren't even just racially motivated i mean a lot of people are angry for a multitude of reasons you know for sure people are upset about i mean let's be clear cops cops definitely are here to keep minorities down, but like main, yes, like absolutely. The literal first and foremost is just poor people. Yeah, I would say my take on it would be like you've got a capitalist system that claims that anyone who strives can um, have upward mobility. That is, it's impossible for everyone to do that because it's just a numbers game. There has to be homeless people there has to be poor people there have to be losers for there to be winners exactly and the police are there to shut those people up mm-hmm. yeah, i mean basically. that's about it yeah, i basically. mean there are, are areas where the only real lucrative job opportunities involve breaking the law and that's just how it is i mean you end up in a position where you have no other options and um that sort of behavior then has to be That's literally, like, that's literally, it's like reality. Absolutely. Which I think, yeah, I mean, the broader scope of the episode is um, not just the police, but how it uh, is intertwined with poverty and PTSD, um, I guess more broadly mental illness, but specifically the sort of trauma that the police inflict, like this sort of just intergenerational cycle of people living in impoverished communities and um, having a history of combative relationships with law enforcement. Um, I don't know, from like an outsider perspective, I I at least understand the optics. I understand how a privileged person can look in and see it as, well, these people are breaking the law. So, of course, the police are there. Yeah. But they have a much more positive outlook on the reality of what it is like to live in the United States, especially as like a mar- like a member of a marginalized group. 
can I ask a question? Yeah. Like, how many times have you called the police? Called? Yeah. None. <laughs> I've made, like, two calls to the police. I made a prank call to the police on the spot. I never called the and police. And it wasn't on purpose. I've called an ambulance. Like, actual emergency services. Oh, okay, well. But I never called I the police. I never, yeah. I've had the cops called on me. <laughs> Man, I've, I've definitely been there. I've definitely been there. Have you? But that—that that was have what you I was going to say. Yeah, I have. Like, what happened? Well, my downstairs neighbor was beating his girl. Well, that's the—that's the worst. And then I beat it. I, I fought him. So like, that's the short story. I'm not gonna get into. You're right. It. We You're already, right. already know about yeah. it. Yeah. But like, well, that's the that, hard part, right? <laughs> because like, there is this. I think societal need to have um, a service, uh, maybe that's not the right word, but a coalition that you can call upon to come and intervene in moments of conflict, but obviously in the caught like racially codified and um, hyper aggressive form that it is in now is, like, obviously not the right answer. I mean, like... It is... It, okay, so, like, the situation that I was in, like, it, it's my... It, it probably is, like, better to call, like, a buff therapist or something. <laughs> yes, absolutely. No, seriously, because it's, like... Love key. Be, like, a nigga who, who knows a tough, genuine, tough love, and he's like, hey, hold up. Nigga, you gonna sit down, you not gonna touch her. Exactly. We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk. And look, this may end with her fucking leaving. You got to eat that. Yo, yeah, just a, a nigga who like just, comes in and handles the situation and is also like physically capable. Like, yeah, like, physically like, capable of handling it too. But, but more mentally. Yeah, and, being, like, being there mentally, you know and, what I mean? And what's that shit called? Um, de-escalation. De-escalation. Yeah, Which de-escalation. I think you, you touched on just in your language there, the fact that Approaching it from a conflict viewpoint and not a criminality viewpoint. It's it's very combative, like from yes. the jump. Like, so I've probably been, I probably had more than I don't know, fifteen or twenty like interactions with the police. But there's like probably like maybe like six or seven that really stand out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And those are, they've never been, like, good. There's always, like, a stress involved with it. Yeah. I'll never forget the first time I, I mean, as, like, a white boy in the suburbs, even I had an encounter when I was, like, 17, and my friends were just at the park, apparently after curfew, although I was told that by the cop, and then afterward I looked it up, and we were not there after curfew. Um, But... He walked up with his hand on his gun. And it's like, it's my neighborhood. Like, I'll you know what I mean? Like, and, like, the fact, like, that was, at least for me, I have a moment like that, and then I, that gives me a perspective where I'm like, well, how it has to be infinitely worse for black people or people living in the hood. Or people, you know what I mean? Because it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. this is like in my nice white suburb and the police are coming at white suburban kids that crazy. You know? Yeah. Fucking, yeah. She's wild. I, yeah, my, 
I think me one of my like most like oldest like first memorable experiences with the cops was yeah like being like five and me and my brother and uh, playing on like these pay phones and my older brother just like he just like grabbed my hand and he was he just like was like do this and he just like pressed nine one one for me basically and we were like outside of like there was like a we were at a subway and there's a tr- there's like a train police station in there you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so they just came out and like immediately came over because they saw and this dude went this one of them just yeah I'm like five this nigga's just yeah, sure. yelling at me just five. fucking like you're fucked I'm like what the f-? I'm like what's going on what the fuck is happening <laughs> my this bad nigga, I said, this nigga must hate me <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah bro like, this nigga must fucking hate me bro you're like a kindergartner yeah I'm like literally like a kindergartner like uh, okay I lied so I have uncles that are cops, and I've had I've had positive interactions with them, but I I guess they haven't always been in uniform. But I'm no. Well, I'm curious to talk about that. That's because a, yeah. You, you, is it your uncle who's a sergeant? Yeah, I got an uncle who's a sergeant too. I got a my my little brother's my little brother's uncle. He was a cop too when I was growing up in Boston, and he was like I guess that was yeah like a positive experience I had with a cop because like. He worked his off duty as a security at my at one of the elementary schools I went to at one point. And then Whoa. he uh one of he my was uncles like, Kimmy <laughs> Kit Kat bars and come with candy every day just for me and I'd be like, Oh shit, that's tight. Yeah, that's my uncle. That's my uncle. One of my uncles <laughs> one of my uncles, uh he would get us into movies because he would work mm-hmm. like the movies sometimes. But I also remember one time I touched his gun. Oh. Like while he was on his waist. I don't remember what he said, but he snapped him. And that was the first time that I was like, yo. But my uh, my uncle is also a military man. He's a Marine. Mm-hmm. And he has, like, mm-hmm. PTSD. And I think, like, shit like that kind of makes it well, that's, more complex. Because re- it's like, you already you already got this gun on your head. Like, you've been... In, not to say that he's, like, that kind of police officer, but, like... Mm-hmm. When I, I don't re- know. Most police officers that I know approach situations... Combative, like yo, what are you doing? Like, bit like very aggressive. Absolutely, I think like, that's the problem stopper. Yeah, I think it is a uh, like an interesting thing because like I'm, yeah, I have like family. They like my uncle, one of my uncles is a sergeant, and like I still am very much on the bandwagon or not bandwagon, but just the idea that like all cops are bad. But it's weird because it's like. Almost like it's it's about duality in the sense of like being bad and good at the same time. Like being a cop is yes. just always bad. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's a bl- bad profession. It is to a get bad profession in. to get involved in. But yeah. I do believe good, like people who are also very good, can get got up. caught up in it because of whatever, like you know, previous idea they had of it they thought they could do it and oh, I'm gonna change Absolutely. it cause even you know like I know our generation we're also like why would why would you ever wanna be a cop and I'm like I get it I know somebody that's like a little like three years younger than me that's about to be a cop now but yeah and I know and, and I, I understand why people end yeah. up in that position and but especially the thing is I think some of the times we forget like we be talking about it and it'd be like I mean this cop is like 40 or like 
like back then, yeah. the idea that I mean, even because like now, because we I think Twitter gets you know like. Twitter forgets that it's actually not the whole world and it's only like twenty two percent of the population. Mm-hmm. Like and I don't even know if that's global. That might just be of the country. Right. But <laughs> like everybody like not every thought that you think is popular on Twitter is actually popular in the whole world where like everybody knows about it. Like people are like, How could you ever believe that cops like, like, you could change from, change, like, the cop organization from the inside, and, like, you know, like, a ton of niggas who are, are not on Twitter <laughs> and didn't see any of the, all the shit yeah, you're talking about who are only seeing Fox News' version or CNN's version or whatever version they think they're seeing. But, like, yeah, I can change things from the inside because I still believe my country is whatever, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, like, I disagree completely. However, like, acting like that's, like, Ludicrous. It's sometimes it's not that ludicrous. It's not that ludicrous. Like people are going to people. It's not so uh, uh, old an idea that it's like, oh no, yeah, like cops could never be reformed. Like people have been saying the cops could be reformed for much longer than they've been saying that they can't. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well, I mean, people probably say, well, how popular how the country on a is built, scale. like the principles that the country is built on, like. That shit can be reformed. That shit can be changed. Like the the you know the idea yeah. of of like you can amend shit. Yeah, we can vote and change shit, or like the legislation will change shit for us because that's what they there for. Yeah. You know, what I, mean? I have mixed feelings on that. No. <laughs> Give them to me. Uh, not to like go like mask off, but it, <laughs> like it's really hard because. I do look at it from a Marxist dynamic where it is like the police are there as lubricant to prevent friction for the ruling class. And like the American Revolution was a bourgeois revolution. It was an overthrowing of aristocracy to replace it with the bourgeoisie. Yeah. Which, yeah, like it was saying, fuck you to a king. I mean... Yes, like, that's essentially the nature of the American Revolution. And that is obviously very intricately tied in with slavery, with the uh, American Revolution. And so much of our foundational aspects of our government are really intricately tied in with reactionary ideology. So... I have a hard time seeing how a lot of things can be fixed. That's the cynical side of me. I mean, I agree. Well, no, the no, optimistic I, I side of me wants to say, yes, defunding the police is possible. We can de-escalate military, or, yes, it's essentially military funding. Well, see, like, these are ideas. Like, I'm not I'm not married to that shit. And I don't, I, yeah. I'm more of a pessimist well, when it comes to this shit. But yeah. I, I don't think this like, shit is going to get better. I also feel like, though, to speak to what you're saying, like, it's almost more like a sense, like, this is what I would say. Like, we can make all those changes. We can do all that. Like, it is possible, but it's not possible, the like... Odds. Well, it's not possible in the sense of, like, it can't just be... We like we know we gotta eat. Now we we can be gluttons, though. Like, mm-hmm. it's just the opportunities we decide to set up for ourselves that can develop what we become. And, unfortunately, to bring this full circle, you know what I'm saying, cops get caught up in the same shit. Like, 
on some basic shit. It's like, you know, we talk about cops are basically class traitors because a lot of them, not all of them, yes. but a lot of them. No, that is their ruling because, from a class perspective. Because they're basically other poor people. A lot of them they're, were fucking they're, poor like we were. They're uneducated yeah. working class. Yeah. Like, literally. That yeah. is, they're, they're just incredibly well paid. Why do they hate me, though? Oh, there's a lot of... Because, well, literally, a lot you know what I'm saying? But, like, let's, I, let's, but let's yeah. put it like this, literally, right? Take don't, don't even make it completely a race thing because they basically hate poor people. They hate, like, colored poor people extra. Yes. But poor people, period, are who's getting the, the everything. Because being a, a, I almost partly think on a psychoactive level, like it reminds them of who they actually are. But like, you have a, a person who, imagine, like you said, like it's a person who you went to school with, they're basically at the same like financial class level as you and everything, but they get to be a cop. They're like, a half step, maybe two, or half step, maybe a step above you financially now, and they have like diplomatic immunity with the law. Now they have that's a confidence boost. Period. Like they, it's literally the same tactic they use. Like diplomatic like, immunity like, with the law is like that's like that's like getting the best weapon at the beginning the, of the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. and when you think about this, like. The same way that, like, they told white, like, like, this is all, like, rich white people were like, hmm, poor white people and poor niggas get together. There are going to be too many of them for us to, like, just stop. So they're like, you know all these Irish, because they, they had a couple Irish slaves. This is a fact. They used to have a couple Irish slaves, too. But the thing is, the, slave, the Irish slaves could graduate to being an overseer. They could, like, not be a slave no more. They was, their shit was more like indentured servitude. They would, they might, someone was in the field picking cotton and all that. That's but then they could shit. graduate. But, now, but that's now the you're whole, whipping the person that's... That you were just working next to. Yeah. That's the whole point. It's a psychological warfare. It's like, okay, I'm gonna make you hate him or make you, like, because I'm gonna boost your ego. I'm gonna make you feel mm-hmm. above them and that feeling right there will give you enough am or I don't even know what to call it uh, just enough morale to be like I deserve this Victor Frankl kind of talks about that uh, in, in Man's Search for Meaning mm-hmm. he, he kind of like he has like a moment where he's just like I don't I'm curious as to why these people how can you do this to another person you know because you mean? don't see them as a person simple but, but, but <laughs> that means you don't see yourself as a person that's like how do you how do you absolutely true? How do you view yourself? What do you see yourself as? To to where you could just do this to somebody else? You know, it's crazy. It's almost weird ways in which you could dehumanize yourself because it's always like in a weird way. It's like always lessening to think of to think of yourself as anything other than what you are. But you can use it. Like what you can it? elevate yourself. Oh yeah, that's why I think I'm God. You're not human anymore, yeah. but you're God. But yeah, Kanye but, made some far ass music and like, okay, music is really important. Mm-hmm. Let me get that out of the way. But you know, he made some clothes and shit, and he was like, I'm God. Right. You know what I'm he saying? Didn't, like change 
the world. Yeah, or, yeah exactly. I understand exactly. what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> so Thanks. it's no, but the, but it's maybe okay. Let's use like omniscience and what's it, what's all powerful. Omnipotent. Um. Yes, that's how that's how you feel when you got a badge. I think. Yes, and that's or, why I think. But there's a lot of levels. But like, I, there's a lot of rings like that. Exactly. As far as like capitalism go, like so, I work at a grocery store now, mm-hmm. and there's like upper management, and and it's like little petty work shit that is like, bro, if y'all would just listen to what I'm trying to tell y'all, y'all could easily smooth this shit out. Mm-hmm. Or if y'all change some of the policies, maybe not get the rude ass fucking customer free shit every time. Right. Then maybe <laughs> my job would be a little easier. Mm-hmm. But so, maybe if the the way police officers are trained to interact with poor people, or or or, and a lot of people have like mental illness. I do believe my downstairs neighbor has like some sort of mental illness or like addiction. Like you drink all the fucking time, you know. Like maybe if they trained to do to handle those situations, training more like social workers instead of cops. exactly <laughs> yes, because like. I wasn't trained to go down there, so mm-hmm. I punched that man. Mm-hmm. But guess what? You, no, no, you responded almost identically to how a cop would have. Exactly. Punched, except you just didn't have a gun. Exactly. So it didn't get but, even worse. But you know what? Like in this moment, I punched him, and then I realized I was in control of the situation, and I stopped. Yeah. Like I had enough, I was angry, and I had enough like wherewithal to be like, the fuck am I doing down here? And then I called the police. Yes. Because you know what? What what the police did? They didn't do shit. They did an interview. Mm-hmm. They what? interviewed them down there, and then they interviewed me. And they gave me a card, and they left. I haven't heard from them since. It's been a year. And there's been a lot of shit that's happened. And that's what people mean when they say, like, the police don't prevent no, they literally after it happened. Yeah, bro, that's sort of like a we were just a mystification. A it's like an argument you can make, but it's like we've got more incarcerated people per capita than any other nation. No, that's world. that's not a good argument yeah, because exactly. we know we know what prison is for. Yeah, yes. we know prison is slavery. We we know it. We know what's going on. They like, have people under the age of eighteen fighting fires in California who are incarcerated. Who don't get paid? Who, yeah. I mean, they get paid a dollar hour, maybe child maybe. slaves. And also, they are not allowed to. They are not allowed to be hired as a firefighter or anything of the sort that they was forced to do in prison once they get out because they have a felon, a felony charge. On them. Yeah, they can't so become they can't a firefighter. Become a firefighter, yeah. even though they. Of course not. Literally putting their lives on the line, take putting fires out and shit. And to make sure we're still sticking to, so y'all know, we're still talking about cops. Like, the cops, like, I feel like they take advantage of almost more, and I could be completely off, this is just a theory that's popping in my head, like, maybe more anxious people. People who are, like, super concerned with that base level of, like, survival. And it's like and yes, then, and just be like, all right, so I'm gonna flip this. I'm so make, go ahead. I, well, I was just gonna say that I I agree with a lot of what you're saying. I I hesitate to completely agree because the key distinction between like capitalism and communism in an ideological sense would be talking about a very real material reality, whereas like no that. one is living in a. Uh, equal environment of material distribution and access right now. 
we but the material reality is capitalism. The material reality yeah. is uh, access in hierarchy that the vast majority of people have low access, while an incredibly small percentage of people have a very high overabundance of material access. Oh, and you're, you're saying you're saying like. And, and to tie it in with what you're saying about the police, uh-huh. I think the you, the anxiety you're tapping into is the police are also po- ultimately powerless as workers. Yeah. Under like from the perspective of being a just a subject more in like a soldiers. Yeah, like well, well like, they become like, a cop because they're powerless. Once they're a cop, they are a class traitor and therefore are kind of like petite bourgeois and get to have a. A small, a small little, small, a small little taste, a and, dab, and they don't have to worry about the oppression of the bourgeoisie because they are that. They are now the muscle. They are now the blade. You know, like they don't have to worry about uh, what's going to happen with side of the bourgeoisie. Yeah, like they don't have to worry about what's going to happen if like Black things get so bad we exa- exactly. have to take to the streets because oh well I know if we take to the streets I'm going to be the guy who's shooting tear gas into the crowd like they you know they know that but i think that what is happening maybe from an ideological perspective is they are being asked to buy into the reactionary interpretation of the hierarchy like pretty much everyone can see that there's this um hierarchy in our current society Mm -hmm. the argument comes down to is this a naturally occurring hierarchy does the cream rise to the top are the the rich all geniuses and are white genes superior and that's why white people are in power and control or is this this hierarchy exists because of a maldistribution of resources and power and that i mean a lot of people ideologically like especially like wealthy white people yeah they think they deserve all of that yeah. they believe that they're there because this is how the world should be Scott smiling at them. Yeah, and I think that the main reason you asked Alex, you asked a, a while ago, but why uh, do they hate me? Because they have to, it, they have to buy into the base. Very decent. They have to buy into the baseline premise that, yeah, maybe this is right. Like, and that is when people say the police are inherently white supremacists or something like that. Is what they're talking about because ideologically they are buying into this the idea that the current hierarchy dynamic in the United States isn't an injustice, but is rather just. I see, I think so much of the of these issues who like happen to be like the fact that niggas You know it's funny, everybody lives a philosophy, but nobody talks about philosophy anymore. Yeah, everyone is fooled <laughs> by ideology, well, they just don't even begin to, to grasp speak about it. Yet. It's like, but it's like, I, like I think literally people find what works for them and then just like But they assume it should work for everyone and that's my issue right there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so weird. Like like I conceptually I understand the idea of I, of course, yeah, I totally understand, but it's but like let's nah. not act like how reality is set up. Yeah, let's not act like. But and and that's when I when I say material reality or something like that. That's what I mean. That's like in practice, obviously. Oh, of course, yeah, That's the, not happening. The praxis of the actual situation is like the simple fact that people in our society are going to take advantage of folks who have less. Or insecurities of people, whatever they can use 
to then elevate themselves. And it's super, I don't know, like, it's just super interesting in a cop scenario to see that, like, it's a double-edged sword, right? Because, obviously, not every cop is there for the same reasons. But they're all doing the same job. Okay. They are, but but that is, that's like a hella nuance, you know what I'm yes. saying? Because then, like, on any given day, it's easy for me to just be like, <laughs> fuck the police. Then, right, okay, so, like, if we bring it back to what we were talking about, like, having a, like, the uncle who I have who is in the police force is, like, one of my role model humans in my life. Like, I'm my, and people tend to like me. People, <laughs> I have, people tend to fuck with me, so, you know, like, there's something to be said about that. He's a very good person in a lot of ways. I don't know his track record as a cop, but just knowing cops, period. Not going to judge. I'm not going to say that it's probably the best. Even, okay. So and this they, is me knowing nothing, by the way, guy, everybody who's listening. I don't know anything about my uncle's actual track record as a cop. Everything I know of him is he's a great person. He's a dope dad. He's like understanding, listening. See, yeah. And all these things. That's right? where it's like weird. It like, is weird. Because I still, that that's like my 1%. But I you know think, what I mean? Like I my, my like dot of my speck of light. But yeah. at but the I, end of the day, that's not my interactions with like my uncles is like not them as cops really. That's what I'm saying. Like you though. just be you just being I my uncle. To, I'm th- I have to this think is of your people. Job. And you don't this know what, what it would do. be like if you had an encounter with them and exactly. you were suddenly not their nephew. Up up but until just I had dude. Exactly. Up until I had interactions with the police, that's what was like, all right, police. Right. Yeah. But then it was like, oh, nah, <laughs> fuck, nah, fuck y'all. And the first time you had a bad encounter was probably like, fuck. Just getting my pulled, just getting pulled over, just getting pulled over. Mm-hmm. He's like, why did I just get, why did I just get treated like that? Yeah, I was wrong for speeding. Mm-hmm. But like, yo, <laughs> yo, why y'all have to search my car? I don't even smoke at this time. Like, I'm not even like, mm-hmm. I'm not doing nothing. You were you looking for something? Like you already you already got you already got assumptions. See, and that, that's where all like the other shit comes into where it's like even yeah like even the cops only have so much more power than you do because then what like I was listening to I think one of Trevor Trevor Noah's podcast episodes and he was interviewing an ex cop who was just talking about the simple. Uh, effect that like quotas have on them and it's like yeah like I gotta make a like literally to rise in my career I have to do more dirt I need to have Hit a mark I it's need like, to have yes yeah. that's gang culture that's that, it is it's, of course it's a gang it's, gang it's completely a gang it's a initi- that's, a complete, that's an initiation process it's all hypocrisy the same way you get jumped into a gang it's like you gotta they almost tell you you gotta go jump niggas to get into a gang into yeah. this gang go go arrest niggas go give they'll fuck people's go, lives hey, up, go steal and that we'll, purse yeah, then we'll know that you down yeah go, go it's a hazing that. process almost they break niggas cause uh, like I, even see, though even though I can't compute like I empathize with police cause I'm like You're I a human. Because I can be human, but at the same time, it's hard because it's just hard. There's because I know what's happening. I know what, what, still what, what the consequence of what they're doing is. Like, 
But yeah, like I, I can I can empathize that like basically they're all of their insecurities just like anybody who like went and got fucking like plastic surgery because or if someone you go told get McDonald's. them that Euro, the Eurocentric beauty standards are the only way to go. Like I can understand they got they are people just like everybody else in America who've gotten their insecurities and and and, and bad uh, like probably just financial situations taking advantage of and being like, all right, well this is gonna be easy, but you, yeah, literally, cause it's cause we can say the things we say about you know like black cops, but then or black and minority cops, we have to think of them in some capacities the same way we think about black and minority military folk. It's like these niggas, half of them did this shit for the check. I wa- I watched a video recently oh, yeah. that wasn't it wasn't just it wasn't even about race. It was just a whole bunch of military people, white, black. Hispanic, Asian, whatever, and this dude is just going around. He's like, "Why did you join the military? Why did you join the military?" And everybody's like, "That was so depressing." Everybody was like, "I don't fucking know." Or people were like, "Man, for the money, like for the check, or like for whatever." Like nobody said to defend my country. So every time I hear like niggas be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, no, our heroes, they're here to defend our country." Hey, I ain't even saying you're not a hero, not whatever, whatever. But like. A lot of those niggas, literal first thought when they decided to join this motherfucker was not, I give a fuck about this country, so I'm going to defend the freedom, blah, blah, They literally needed money, yeah. so they joined. They a needed, lot of, Yeah, a they lot had, of people I know that talk about it... Most people I is know. ...is in that context, like, oh, shit, I'm not... I, I'm not... I failed out of school. Yep. Or, like... I mean, why, They said, all like the best thing I could do is offer myself up as a body. Yeah. To the fucking to the country yeah. and and hope for hope hope that it get the hope I, sir, I the, my body comes back and I get a check out of it. A college education costs five to six figures. No one can get health care. Oh, but you can get both if you join the military. <laughs> I mean, come on, that is not, that is not a coincidence. Choose, that if, is yeah. that is like an intentional aspect it, of the if, design of fact, the system. If you choose to allow us to brainwash you and to possibly die for us. We will then give you the benefit of a possible secondary education. <laughs> and I'm glad and, we And if you do don't if you don't die, if you come back fucked up enough though, we probably still not gonna do shit for you. <laughs> uh no, and you'll probably become a cop with PTSD. Facts, facts, because yeah. most of them are ex military, so it's like, yeah, you're you're either probably gonna become a cop with and, PTSD. And see, that's why I was saying so, I'm uh, glad we mentioned the so, military because it's like, yeah, this this is a whole big cycle where we trapped. have to do the imperialism to make our economy function, which I'm sorry, people who like capitalism, but there's no way for the United States economy to function without imperialism. And yes, any form of foreign intervention is imperialism, and we have to send people out to go die for that. <laughs> and, and we, break down the cycle for them yeah right? we have to send people out to go die for that so we don't have healthcare and have low wages to make joining the military enticing the people who don't get blown up come back and all they're good at is coming into people's houses and yelling at them and shooting guns which makes them perfect for policing black communities so then they become cops and that's how they end up bad I mean, it's it's really simple. Yeah, this I, it, is, it is this like is the cycle. Like it's, that is, I don't know how how else to explain it. Like to me, that is like I'm just looking at it like I'm looking at the most simple, clear picture. Like, oh yeah, that's well, it. Anything is that's the circle. That that's why it's, but that's also why it's complex, bro. I've hated cops for so long, but at the same time, like learning more now, I'm like fuck. Cops really are just like me. They're a, they they still got like they they still are a step societally 
or men society socially that, still a step above that's me. what I'm talking that, about the hierarchy that, and the thing that, but, but they're as trapped as me like that nigga can't even I, okay, I imagine they, like okay, I wanna, they're as trapped as you no keep going, keep going I was gonna say but like the idea of like I wanted to I wanna tell my uncle like bro quit your job but at the same time see the thing is is like everybody's like jerk like I think people <laughs> people make very big uh, uh, statements especially online that they don't really think all the way through. They're like, if you a real, if you really body, if you a, if you a good cop, you quit. And I've said and thought things like that before. But at the same time, when I really think about, like, if I think about a personal situation, like my uncle, it's like, but my uncle also is like trying to put his daughter through college right now, which is a five to six figure they, co- they, through medical, well, through medical school. Facts. They, so they still live in five, capitalism. The, yeah, they still it's live in capitalism. Year commitment. Yeah, and that's a five to. To seven band commitment. <laughs> like, and not only do they still have to face the materiality, you're asking someone to like go, oh yeah, the last 15 or 20 years of my life that I've dedicated to this thing, mm-hmm. I was fucking up. You know, I was doing the wrong thing. I, thing is that requires so much astounding growth. And right. selflessness. I, I was and thinking about that, like humility. And that's that why is, you were asking that. Do you, you imagine doing no, that? Uh, and, and for no. all, for every, <laughs> for every single, for every single listener that was like, I've been able to do it. You probably lying as fuck to yourself, nigga. You are a liar. As, I'm gonna call you a liar right now. I'm gonna fuck about you. You're a bitch ass nigga. You a fucking liar. It takes so much ability to for anyone, everybody, anyone on the planet. To realize that your whole life was a lie and then reteach yourself shit. Because a lot of y'all niggas, I see y'all on Twitter, shut the fuck up. Because a lot of it's y'all niggas. Ego death. Be, yeah, no, a lot of y'all niggas be on this motherfucker being like, well, I learned, I got this new information, I learned, and I changed. So if that if that person didn't do it, they're Move. just evil. And I'm like, no, you know what? I see y'all, y'all start, y'all got introduced to a new topic. Y'all have started to do a little something, something, but y'all are acting like y'all completed the process. You ain't. And you're going to do the process for your whole life, just like a cop would have to. And yes, I feel you. You got to be on some fuck the cop shit sometimes. Because fuck the cops. But I also have to, you got to be have the duality. You got to know that they are humans. You really got to be accountable. And you really got to My thing is, the first, the first step to becoming you your, em- your daddy, enemy right? is thinking that you can't become your enemy. It's thinking that you are so different. Absolutely. That's, that's Sun Tzu shit, bro. On some on some art of war shit, knowing yourself. If you don't know your enemy, you don't know yourself, what bro. What was that? Because that's in you. So you got to know the fact that, like, everything a cop can do, you can do. And you actually low-key probably have in a completely different context. And that's why you don't associate it the same. You've been in positions of power before, taken advantage of them, and then gone about your day like it wasn't shit. Cops aren't the only people to do that. They just yeah. do it in a way that so many of us see that we like, oh, this is fucked up. And we can all agree that fuck that shit. Exploiting well, yeah, positions of power is like American the, culture. Just the American dream. <laughs> it's literally that, the American is, dream. that is literally the like driving ideology of capitalism. The def- definition of capitalism involves deriving profit, i.e., exploitation. Yeah, and the, and <laughs> man, the whole the whole thing for me is like, call out, yeah, hold everybody accountable. But the thing is, I don't like when we get to a point. Where we are so blind to ourselves that we don't understand we're doing the same shit as our enemies. My mom I mean, was really who taught me like that type shit. I remember being a little kid and my little brother was like a 
shock value type of child. So he would ask those wild questions. He'd be like, if somebody killed mom, what would you do? He's like, I'll kill that motherfucker. <laughs> like, and being like, I duh, yeah, I killed that motherfucker. My mom hurt us. She's like, I would, I crazy. I wouldn't you know, want you to do that. Yeah, she's like, I wouldn't want you to. Because then what makes That's you, facts. What makes you different from him? Nah. Literally. Well, okay, and you could you could try to say, we can all try to say, like, well, I was provoked by that murder. You don't know what that murderer was provoked by in their life. If everybody's actually provoked by something, then guess what? That doesn't make us different. We're not different. Just because I was provoked by a personal attack, he could have been provoked by somebody else murdering somebody in his family, and yet I had nothing to do with it, but it was still a reaction based off of, it was a reaction based off something that happened to him. Whatever. Alright, well, guess what? I can't... So, that's why I like my whole thing with this revolution. Hey, guys. Whoever's not on our side ain't on our side. But at the same time, there are police. There are... Everybody... You gotta think about this. Every... Police... We, we are on the police because they... Like, it's murder. Right? With that shit. But every and single institution in America is as racist as the police officers are. All I mean, of them Dennis, are. did you see that? But the thing is, we don't do the same about, thing. Yeah, we uh, don't do the same thing with cop, with, with, with doctors. Pre- uh, women, with black, black women dying pre- and yeah. giving birth because like F- five times more likely to die exactly. giving birth if they had a white doctor. Because they just like, as fucking racist as a racist cop is. The thing is, is we have to acknowledge that there are officers, there are officers, there are doctors, there are all these people who like. I don't know what the percentage on the population of those people is but generally speaking there are one there everybody in there is having a complex like dealing with reality as we are in the sense that like only in the sense that like not everybody's doing what they're doing straight up for malicious reasons like some niggas yes, are trying to survive so, just okay, the same okay. way we are and, we, for me, and, that, and that's all yeah, I'm what saying it, what it comes down to is like I know is like angry as I get, mm-hmm. or is like, uh, you know, just like blood, blood thirsty or whatever. So. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. No matter what it is, I'm still, de- I'm still <laughs> dealing with a human. Exactly. I'm still dealing with another me. Mm-hmm. Essentially. Not, not. Buddhism, not, it is you. <laughs> yeah, right. No, 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 that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like it's, it's, it's a finger on the hand. Oh, but yeah, it, but it, yeah, yeah. Yes. But like at the end of the day, it's like. You gotta go ninety nine point nine, and that's like yo, that's where it stop at. Like you gotta be kind of, you gotta be Batman with the shit. Like I've been playing a lot of Batman. <laughs> I'm, I was hating on Robert Pattinson. I'm kind of excited for the new Batman though. I think it's gonna be no, but I'm saying like, I'm like, you might have to break somebody's arm for somebody to get it, but that that might not be it. They might have to fall and break their arm sometimes. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But I think right now, this is one of them situations, not to like take away from anything mm-hmm. that's going on. Like, nah, we might have to break her arm. I feel you. No, like, yeah. Like, like, it, like, it, it it's very serious, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like Which seeing, is I don't like seeing people ha- die. But that's, yeah, that's, I don't. That's like, I wonder, I didn't want to dive too much into like literally talking about the, um, Protests and things like that, but shit, we man, I was there though. We was there, bro. We yeah, can talk about that motherfucker. But that's that is what's happening, and that's when I see people talk about how violent the protests are, barring the um, shooting that just happened. It has just been break. 
throwing a rock at a cop is infinitely restrained compared to the state violence that has been exercised on people intergenerationally. No, okay, so a like... Co- uh, throwing a rock to get your message across is... Nigga, you ain't right here. Shut the fuck Compassionate. Me. I will make that fucking argument. It's the very least. It's, it's the like someone raising the their ab- voice at you when yes. they're angry. At the ab- yes. I could have slapped you. I could I could have brought the same shit you brought out. Exactly. I could have brought a fucking AR or a Yeah, AK it's America. Like, Anyone can get their hands a, on... A kid it. just shot two people. Bro, a, two, a kid. A 12 and a 13 year old in St. Louis just fucking... Just, just uh, uh, committed fucking armed... What's that shit called? Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. Yes, I saw that. They just committed that. Did they get arrested? St. Louis is lawless right now. I don't know if anybody. No, is no. Arrested. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the white kid with the AR. Oh, oh, you talking about and, fucking and, little Kyle and, nigga? Yeah. That Kyle nigga. But he, he yeah. shot two people. Three. He yeah, killed. He shot three people. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I know. I know a lot of niggas that be having guns. Mm-hmm. That don't that don't shoot people because yeah. it's like. You know, it, it, it's a code to certain things, but he he, on okay, let me let me like rewind. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, and and taking it back to like a human thing, cause like I don't know what the I don't know what's going through this kid's head. Right. But this let's let's change the story and just say like he just so happened to be black. Mm-hmm. It's completely different. Uh, but now he doesn't have an AR. Yeah, do you think... You, they, you see what I'm saying? And he doesn't kill anybody. He would have met... But he's walking, and he has Skittles. And, and yeah, a hood facts, on. Yeah. And a hood on. No, he would have met... We, we have a good model. We have a good... We know for a fact that a black 17-year-old in the exact same position, unarmed, is more likely to be the victim of state violence than any armed white 17-year-old who has just shot two people. Or shot or, three people, or, killed two people. Or... or, mm-hmm. or um, now we don't even have to get into detail about it. That that that's it, and yeah. that, that's it, and that's it. It's pl- it's plain as that, because like it really ain't nothing else to say. Like the facts are here, and now the internet it, it, is to where you can see. Because I see it every day. It's why you not on Twitter no more. That's facts. Mm-hmm. I'm a very sensitive person. Exactly. And I it, get stressed it, out when and, I get notifications. Uh-huh. And I get. I mean. I've even I have I go through a problem where I feel like I'm morally obligated to look at shit like that, especially because I'm privileged. <laughs> it's really kill. It was really starting to break me. Oh, I mean, like I mean, for real. Like I just had to stop. I've been saying. I mean, humans weren't meant to know. Yeah, I don't think we were just talking about. I don't that. think humans were meant to know all of You're this. You're trying stuff. to have the knowledge of a god without the you power don't have or control the power of the god. And the capacity of no, god. you can't just, even hold all that. It information. will just fry you. It yeah. will just fry your brain. It will fry your soul. You can't process it. You're gonna be sad as fuck. You're gonna be. You're gonna just. You're just gonna. You would literally be. I don't remember what it was. There was an anime I watched, and they just had like a a thing where it might have been My Hero Academia, but they had like a place where it just. It, it simulated all the extremes of different weather. Oh yeah, that was my argument. That's all you would be doing, it like emotionally and fucking mentally, mm-hmm. if you knew everything that was happening. I mean, I think that's interesting. You know, uh, I don't know. Never mind. Keep continue. Okay, uh, we've been talking for a while, and I've got. Let's see, I've got. 
A couple of questions. Yeah, a couple of questions we didn't touch that I think would be good um, to sort of wrap it up. But um, the main one is, what vision do you have for the future when you hear terms like defund the police or abolish the police? What would this process entail and what would it look like? I think this is kind of important to discuss because oh, like 90 plus percent of people who say that would really struggle to type a paragraph describing what they really mean mm. by that. Yeah, you don't mean that shit almost. That's another thing, too. I mean, for me, I, don't I mean, know. yeah, any, like, centrist libs saying that don't really understand what they're advocating for. Look, as far as defund the police, I see in the future for defunding the police. I think that's... A like, lot of pandering. And a lot of not realistic shit happening that is it just sounds to me it sounds like refund the police same shit to me like <laughs> even though de- they are not refund reform reform Def- yeah defund the police sounds like reform the police to me because it would definitely probably yeah those are ostensibly the same thing I don't yeah I don't know what that would do for anything like they'll have less money but they already have they're already militarized like they already have the equipment. Yeah. Maybe they won't be able to get new shit for a while, but I'm sure they have the 2027 version of the fucking tanks and the fucking guns they got. They don't even have the 2020 version anyway. That shit they had in 2016. I don't know. I'm just making bullshit up. But anyways, um, as far as abolish the police, I see civil war. I don't, bro, I don't know. I don't believe in America as that, that much anymore. I don't know if this idea is as It's like solid. an ideological project. Well, yeah, I don't know if the idea is as solid as it, like, and I could just be caught up in a prisoner of the moment and, like, but it feels, because it feels like the 60s all over again right now. Oh, like some Cold War shit? Yeah, not that I was there, but. They would very much like that to start a new Cold War with China, I think. But that's. They got to play a different angle right now. Yeah. But that's what. Yeah, we're not exactly in the same geopolitical position we were then. They more. Yeah, that's that's a very questionable. Statement. I don't look. I don't, <laughs> I'm kind of I'm caught in my own shit as well. Though. Yeah, it's fair. But and, I, don't, I don't know. I don't I don't see shit getting abolished without a fight. That's what I'm saying. I think it'll be without a, a literal like the reason, very literal fight. Yeah, like it's a already. War. Like, I think it's it'd be civil war because I think one there's a big majority of cops who don't know how to separate their identity from their profession and they believe that they are cops intrinsically not like they not people they they believe a a cop is a person do you know anyone that is blue I put it like this let me tell you like this right blue lives the same way I mean come on but, but hold on but let me put it like this the same way though that and this is this could be some total subconscious or total bullshit, but at the same time, I'm thinking about it. If being a poor person is being less than human, and even if no one told you that outright, if you can subconsciously connect that dot, then yes, being a giving up your cophood is giving up your humanity to them because that's what they graduated to. And that's what a lot of people, that's why I think everybody, I low-key think that's what, in the scariest shit, I think everybody is fighting for that small thing. Or surrendering their superhumanness. 
like going back you, you can view it either way like going back to being human after having been in a position it's, it's of power both. It's, but it's, I don't it's, think it's that's what people but I don't needing think that's to be goal. humble and being humble I think the cultural goal for people is to almost I mean or are you saying give up their humanity to become I think like to ascend, I think to they ascend, view themselves as sort of like enlightened or transcendent by being a part big because I really or there's do, that. There's I that. do think they believe the same, that they the embody same, justice, right? In a but they're real the, transcendent. I do, way. but yeah. they're the same. It's the same idea. It's just a that's a semantic. Yes. But yes, it's the same idea. It's either you believe you have finally become human, or you have finally transcended humanity. But either way, you believe you are above what you once were. An eerily German idealist notion, which is. Not great given the Nazis' proclivity to this sort of ideology. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Nate sounds like my professor every day. <laughs> it, was, it was like one, the, just one of the bars was tight. Homie. <laughs> 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 <me. laughs> but, yeah, the song was fucking terrible. <laughs> no, give us the bar. Well, um, I would say that when people talk about the difference between abolishing and. Um, defunding the police, it really does come down to the division on what I what I think is referred to by regular people as regular like people. <laughs> the left politics. Usually when people, I mean, usually when people say the left, they're referring to like communists and socialists and anarchists, but I think people more broadly in America use that just to describe anyone who isn't conservative. Yeah. And is a very liberal plan to reform the police. The idea is like, okay, on paper everything's good, we just passed a couple of wrong laws, we can repeal those and everything will go back to normal. Ignoring the fact that the police are rooted in slave patrols and all sorts of very inconvenient historical facts that they'll just, you know, not pay attention to. But I think that, yeah, a lot of the conflict comes from the fact that the argument between defunding and abolishing the police is where you see an ideological split in the left where the more liberal-minded people think, hey, we can just try to patch this. Um, if we place a couple of... If we make racism illegal, everything's going to be okay. That sort of mindset. Yeah. Um, I do... Personally, I am... I'm torn because I'm usually pretty far left, but... I do also feel a pull towards harm reduction. I do believe in the idea that, like, well, you know, if you pass a law and it prevents one person from dying that would have died, that's an objectively good thing, you know? And I think that in a vacuum, defunding the police is a good route. However, I think people who advocate for that underestimate how much the militarization of the police is intricately and intimately tied to imperialism. Raytheon and these massive corporations who produce the weapons that the military use. They sound like an evil nigga. Who the fuck is Raytheon? No, it's like it a, sounds like the most evil nigga you've ever like made. Umbrella the from who the yeah. fuck is Raytheon? It's, it's definitely like a Power Ranger. Movie. <laughs> Yo, like, oh, like you don't know. There's also like Prism. And no, imagine you go to school and they say the local. Imagine you go to you move to a new school and they say the local bully's name is Raytheon. You'd be like, this thing's gonna fucking yeah. destroy me. Uh, <laughs> you said his name is what? His name's what? But what does he do? these right. corporations, they have to make money. And that is, you know, that's the free market, baby. And 
they run out of people to sell the weapons to, so they've started selling them to the police. That uh, that really happened in the Bush administration and even under the Obama administration as well. But they set up um, laws and contracts to sell old military equipment to the police. That's why the police have become so hyper-militarized. And if you really want to cut that spigot, if you really want to cut that, you are cutting into the bottom line of warlords who run your country secretly. And they are really not on board with that. So I, the pessimist in me says if your route is to defund the police, eventually you're going to hit a stone wall. The really, forces of capital yeah. will not allow you to defund the police because defunding the police by a proxy is starting to disarm the imperialist war machine. Hey, bro, if you a poor person... If you have children, you have to denounce the police to them. Like you have to like tell them that they that is never what they should. Grow yeah, up we were talking about that. You, I, that's what I'm gonna do. My kids, I'm gonna tell them, don't ever want to gr- growing up and become literally like Chris Tucker said in Rush Hour. If my kids became police officers, I would tell niggas they're drug dealers. Fuck that. <laughs> like don't it. Don't become a cop. Don't. Literally, don't become because the equivalents I've been making recently is they're just they're just like the Roman guards, the same exact thing, or like any other guard well, in I any think other I see, oppressive I don't know, system. I don't, I don't know about that. It's like when you when you say stuff like, "Well, if I only save one person," like if I think reduction. so, if so, thinking about the kid that I just found out is gonna be a police officer, if I had an interaction with him. Maybe I don't have this shitty experience. But, I no, in whole, the shit is just fucked up. And yeah. so that's where it's like... Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I go back and forth. No, I'm telling I, I'm you... Not, there's, I'm, tell you, I'm not married to one idea. I'm married to... The, oh, I'm not married. But the idea of... This is what this job is for. This is what you want to do. This is what you think the job is for. Like, okay, look. You heard that cops protect and serve, and you want to protect and serve. I'm telling you, cops do not protect and serve. If you still want to protect and serve, do something else. There is a Supreme Court decision setting the legal precedent that police do not have to risk their lives to protect civilians. Be a judge. So therefore, literally don't Protect I tell you by legal definition. I'll tell you how it is, right? Right. I, 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 when I worked at my, not my last job, but a job I used to have, right? Cop came in. An ex cop, actually. Said, you know. Also a good cop. Let's <laughs> not say that. He was, reti- he was retired. Oh, retired, no. Not ex is retired. Yeah, ex cops are good cops. No, it was like 20, <laughs> it was like 20 years plus in them of retired but was like a and this is during like the Mike Brown situation he's I give him this he was trying to be like understanding in the sense that he was like yeah you know I don't know you know what I'm saying I know I know racial profiling this stuff stuff happens you know what I'm saying I I know all I know is I tried not to do that type of stuff or whatever whatever and this and the third and then was on some like um but then he was like thing about cops is like you gotta remember it's like it's giving average people uh uh 
an above average job. And in I was way, thinking about in that. Way, semi- police officers are scapegoats. But I think I, they are. Oh yes. They absolutely, no, literally, they are the scapegoats for the richest people. Yes, in they allow the working class to be mad at someone else. Also, yeah, literally, that's another thing, guys. That's the thing we got. We got to think about. Cops are cops are on the enemy side, but they really aren't even the main enemy. They're literally pawns they're of the race. enemy. Yeah, they're pawns of the enemy. The Nazgul. They the... literally are <laughs> the Nazgul. They're like, look, you you are here. Rich people who are actually our enemies put other poor people. And that was that's what I was thinking about, right? I was thinking about the fact that like when you guys were talking about the military, how much they do to separate us because not only are we separated by the fact that like cops are initially like a lot of the times people from the same neighborhoods we are who get a little bit of more power and then are basically class traders also most of them are ex-military but then a Mm -hmm. lot of the fucking people they police are ex-military as well so not even there's not even a uniform like fucking unification there but it's all wild. Like, they just keep dividing niggas in spots everywhere. They're like, all right, we're going to cut you here. We're going to cut you here. Dude, Y'all are all so... going to fight amongst yourselves. And you will literally never pay attention to us. That's my, that, that is literally what my thing is. That, that like, That's one of my biggest fears about us talking revolution right now. Is the fact that like, it's like, who the fuck are you fighting right now? Are you even close? Y'all, we, we're not even talking to the niggas who matter. We're like... Like and I get it. The cops are Jeff very. Jeff Bezos important. hasn't been at a protest. At, and we, we, the no one, been a no one's protested Amazon. Yeah, but like on. we're protest, but we're pro, like we're protesting these police. And even though I understand it, because I mean I was at the protest, I get it. Fuck the police. The same, yes, absolutely. But at the same time, when I'm like being a, when I, because that's partly my emotions. But when I'm being logical. I'm not. I'm not. But I'm not talking to nobody though. Jeez. I'm not even talking to the boss, bro. I didn't even get to speak to the manager, nigga. I didn't even get to be Karen. <laughs> like hey, that's how I'm that's, that that's work, not like, even the manager, nigga. I'm you talking. Look, you yelling at me, but I can't do I, shit. I can't. The police are. How can only get my manager service for the bourgeoisie? They are literally me, bro. That's why I can. This is what I mean when I can relate to them. They are literally nah. me at a no no at a pizza. Nah, and no, no, time out, time out. Listen, at a pizza shop. Being like, hey, they're like, so, uh, my pizza was fucked up, this, that, and the third, and I'm like, I feel you, I just take the phone calls, like, I don't cook the shit, I don't do nothing, they don't cook laws, they don't make the law, they don't do, they do not, they're not, they're literally just there, there as the same way, they do, they say the same, this is why I'm saying you have to be empathetic and see niggas as humans, because I do the same thing, even though I, it's not the same level or to the same consequence level. But I do the same thing. I'm sitting there at at work being like, yeah, I don't make... You're talking about shit that's way above my pay grade, bro. I don't make any of these decisions. Why are, you yelling, why are you yelling at me? Absolutely. I get it. I get it from that perspective. Yeah, from a they, state hierarchy perspective. Right, from they, a from They a are the fucking shittiest worker. Yeah, they're literally on the bottom. They're a, the last... A city, council represented, a city council member has more authority and power than a cop. Like, I guess a bouncer is A like, cop isn't powerful. They have a gun. That's what, why we're... Better yeah, they've got power in a violent, material sense that they can end someone's life. And that's why we fucking hate them. Yes. <laughs> and I get it. Well, it, but, the th- but the thing is, who are we... When we're, we're, we're yelling at them and trying to get at them, we're trying to block them. That's the other thing I've been having a conflict with recently because I just thought started thinking about it because I saw 
I think No Name making a Twitter reference about it, and it was just like, so I want cops to be locked up, killer cops to be locked up, but at the same time, I want to abolish the prison system, too. That's a really so hard it's like, conversation. What do I want for real? Because, like, that means... You, the thing is, I think everything... Uh, when I think about things... When I think you, about things... I that, think, made, that just made my head hurt. But when I think about it, I think the thing is, when I think about it personally, everything is almost pushing us towards being, like, legitimately the best humans we're supposed to be in the sense of, like... Yeah, that, that is what you know. Bringing it, bringing it back to, like, everything that's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, when you think about how... People just asking for, like, some shit within the system to happen. Arrest this person. Yeah. That killed my daughter. Arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's the conflict, partly, for me. But, but because it's that, that's, what, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, and, and, and it's, that's, that's where it's like, that's really deep. That's really deep. Like how how I let you destroy my body, and then just be like, man, I just want you to apologize, and not not beat me up. You're pretty much begging the system to follow its own rules. Yeah, when you were actually like advocating for that sort of. That's why I think it's gonna be like I don't see it being no other way other than a fight. Like you're saying, me and Mike were talking about that. When one day people just gonna snap. I think from a. Marxist perspective, <laughs> or even like a little back more Hegelian, it would be like you well, got the word. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. about uh, I got Hegel. Hegel, yeah. Hegel, yeah. Hegel, yeah. You've got the irreconcilable uh, tensions and conflicts between these two different ideas and forces. You have the material reality that the people of the oppressed class that are living under. Versus the ruling class. I mean, this is sort of like the basis of Marxism is the idea that there's these dialectical forces that contrasting ideas come to a head and then they form a synthesis and then they create something new. And then, yeah. But where I'm going with this <laughs> is that I think you're feeling that. You're feeling that tension. You're feeling that there are pretty much competing ideas in the world that we live in. And something's got to give. Well, These two ideas, there's this tension, and that tension, very, you feel it. To it, me, as anxiety oh, in your I everyday life. When, you, it, use, it when you use the psychological terms of it, to me, is simply like you just understand that society is having cognitive dissonance because it's yes, it's, yes, it's, it is essentially it's cognitive dissonance, but it's on the, the it's on, yeah, it's on the fucking what's it called the the collective conscious level. Well, and, and it's, yes. or it's, it's, it's very, whichever you think. It's very opposite too, though. Like if, if you're if you're a minority or if you're someone that is like disenfranchised and or impoverished, you're thinking like, well, I have to appeal to this certain standard of beauty or certain certain standard, to whatever. Survive, to yes, get, to get ahead. exactly. But then it's like, bro, but my situation is not like that. And like, then, what I have to deal with on a daily basis doesn't fit this perfection. Well then, you know what I mean? I can never achieve this. Then but then, weird. if you're, like, in a perfect... If, if, if you're perfect, exactly. your your word, your world is great. Like, you know what I mean? Like, nothing ever goes wrong for you. It's like, well, I have to suffer? 
But what then, do you mean I have to like struggle? That, but that's also interesting to me. Things too, have to be hard. What? Because why? A lot of the people in those scenarios don't want that, but they do want it. They want the story. You want it. That's why because, they lash you know out. That's saying? why they go but, buy coke and hang out with their that, black friends. It's is that, and then so, but then it's also specific just, person. just just yeah, just the, <laughs> I <laughs> said I had a person in mind. Yeah, I had a, <laughs> I had a mental people, picture. There's people I know. Yeah, facts, but but just the idea of them wanting to be. Street, like it's like I saw a video recently where a nigga was just breaking down. And he was like, "Hood niggas, street niggas, uh, uh, gangsters, and and real niggas." Yeah. He was like, "Yeah, to be a street nigga, you ain't even got to be from the hood. You just gotta. That's just has to be where your money come from. Yeah, like, you, you just gotta like right? know how to. You just gotta move. You know how to get up. Yeah, you just gotta hood. be a nigga who moves in the streets. That's where your money comes from. That's where so your fucked up tires. A lot of niggas." Will take that and be like, "This will be my struggle story." Right? Yeah. Like a lot of suburban niggas will be like, "I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna move in the streets. That's what I'm gonna do." I'm a, and they be street niggas, and they really be street niggas. But at the same time, it's like you respect it that much less because it's like you really chose this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You chose this. Sh- I know street niggas who are like really not even street niggas. By they're real niggas, off, off they're real niggas. And then they street niggas by default. Like, they didn't even want to get in there. You just had to do it. Niggas was born into that motherfucker. Niggas was just... Yeah, exactly. You just had to do it. I just had to do it. It's like... I think my dad liked that. If y'all met my dad, y'all would be like, there's no way this guy came from, like, this neighborhood. Mm -hmm. There's no way. Well, see, that's the other thing. Literally, you you would be fucked. It's weird. It's so hard to even get completely mad at a race traitor, depending on... no, Not race traitor... Class trader, depending on when you know their story specifically. I was about to say, whoa. <laughs> I mean, even I mean, I mean, it can apply either way, for real. Low key, well, but what I'm saying, but what I'm talking about is class oh, trader. It gets deep, but like it in gets, the sense of, well, no, deep. because imagine that, right? Like in the sense of, if you were the nigga who came up and all you saw, and not even like taking away what your told you or whatever but just like you just seeing it and you're just like damn like niggas is dying in my neighborhood and you're seeing it from the perspective personally yeah. of like all my all these other niggas is killing niggas we're yeah. all killing our each other yeah. so then when niggas leave the hood you know there are that's why you there's so many stories about niggas who like I'm not coming back I'm not giving back to this motherfucker I'm not doing that I'm just gonna leave and I'm gonna go and move to a white neighborhood, and it's gonna be safe. And I'm going to Wyoming. And no, and, and this thing is, part of it is like, that's the, even though I understand why we all get mad at a nigga who we would call like a coon or some shit, but like, you think about it from just a very human perspective, a person who just wanted to be safe, who's like, because I was talking to, I mean, this is what I've been talking to a lot of a lot to people about recently, right? Once again, Twitter. You are only 22% of the population. And I don't know if that's world or fucking country. I'm pretty sure that's low-key just America. And then, you know, there's a little bit else of other countries. I would be really impressed if it was 22% of the world. Yeah, there's not there's not even that much of us on there. Not all of it. Like, most niggas, as much as y'all might be tricked, aren't activists, aren't revolutionaries. Like... Most people, as much as you would like to believe, as much as you would like, I would like to. But guess, I, yeah. and I get this. But the thing is, you have to also just understand. Like, think about it. Most people 
even activist niggas, all they want, all activist niggas are fighting for it, and that's really the only difference is that niggas are willing to fight for it, but people just want to live their lives. Nobody really wants to be, bro, being a revolutionary, being a fucking uh, person, like, you have, you have to, like, really contend with the fact, or, like, deal with the fact that you are gonna deal with war, nigga. Like, you're gonna deal with, like, actual... It's what come with it. Yeah, bro, like, you gotta deal with other, like, it, bro, you have to deal with extremes. So when we were, like, Threat all, like, your body. So when we're threatened, like, like, telling people that they're not even, they're not good enough because they're not being the most revolutionary, active... It's like, nah, bro, you have to deal with humans as humans. Most people, including yourself, and you need to quit lying to yourself, and I'm going to tell y'all niggas a lot that y'all lie to yourself. I promise you I will. But not from a holier than that standpoint. I lie to myself, too. Probably still do, but that, that it is what it is. But we all got to accept the fact that, like, people are moving at, like, normal people pace. It's is we like even thinking of ourselves as animals sometimes first sometimes, but the idea of like evolutionary, like we don't know what's going on, guys. We just got this level of sentience and this level of complexity with emotions and mentality and all the, and I, the idea of identity. Like all these things are completely new to all of us. We can sit here and be like, oh, it's been around forever. It's like, yeah, you're right. I mean, like. Human nature has been around forever, but we unlock, we consciously take accountability and think about different parts of it at different times in history. And you're still they don't, only as old as you are. You're still only, yeah, yeah you're still only as old might, as you are. Yeah, humanity might be a couple million years old or whatever, but it's like... Nigga, I'm 25. Yeah, so your understanding <laughs> is only that deep. My, yeah, my understanding is 25 years deep, and There's, so yours is going to be whatever age you are, and so, also take all the influences and experiences in your life so okay so like let's let's rein it in so not nah, but what i'm about to say is not going to rein it in <laughs> it's, it's, it's not it's not it's not though it's not nah, though it's not though it's not though it's really not listen listen because like the conversation is about the police and and poverty and ptsd, PTSD associated think, with those things yeah. and but when you think of brain how complex is that right exactly you know what i mean like when when it when it comes down to like triggers and 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 reactions and and responses there's so many there's a there's a infinite, infinite yeah infinite there's infinite responses so like as as much as us as much as we want to be these like heroes and like as much as I want to be Cloud or Sora mm-hmm. and just you know just cut this shit with like one slice or just shoot one beam <laughs> and the villain be dead right. that shit is not gonna happen I need a scalpel right. and, and then I gotta cut through and then, like and then, some you fat need, you need a scalpel you need a you need books you need like we need a lot more which means you need the food. collective knowledge of your ancestors and all people before you. And, and that, but that's not to say a miracle can't happen. That's not to say that, like, Facts. we can't have a radical change just hit us and it be for the positive. Because we've had a really negative change happen in our lives and it has hit us. The, the positive can happen. I firmly believe that that can happen because it's happened in my life. And I believe that mm-hmm. the opposite 
the past two years happen. have been that is, that is negative the, is po- the law of nature that there has to be an opposite reaction you know yeah man I, I'm I've yeah, and for sure the thing is I I, I, I think, guess we're, I'm this, this conversation can't just be about like the police I mean I just think we do that so often which for you know those who don't know the psychological term like splitting is just the idea of thinking of everything literally in just black and white. I mean, not literally. It's a defense it, mechanism. Yeah, it's a defense mechanism to, like, make things simpler for you. To be like, all right, well, I'm going to think of things as either all good or all bad, right or wrong, and just that's it, and there's no gray area. But the issue with that, and the issue that I've seen it take in modern context, is we just fail to have nuance in subjects that require it. Mm-hmm. Like... Everything is so much more ultimately complex. The thing is, we can't act like humans are simple. We were, maybe, at a point, but we got so emotionally and mentally complex just because of... Sorry, guys. The amount of things we could think about. And the amount of things we started... The amount of time we had to think about things because we started making survival more easy and convenient. We made things that help us think faster. So now... Though the fact that we we have so many black and white things that we think about, like it infects things like our conversations about cops, about race, about gender, about all these things because we have like normatives that we're trying to like also appease during the conversation, which don't they just restrict the conversation. Like you don't have to Use your imagination, you know what I'm saying? And when it comes to cops, that shit is so hard because, like I've said it a few times during this podcast, like, it's very difficult for me to empathize with cops, basically, really, if I'm not thinking about my uncle. My uncle is almost the humanization of cops for me. I got another Like, he is that. I'm like, oh, you are the only cop I've ever seen in also a human light because you have also been just my uncle at multiple points of my life. Mm -hmm. So then, like, but but the thing is, I understand the necessariness of that. Like, we need to understand that they are humans and they are, especially like we were saying earlier, they're not even, like, the... They're on the side of the enemy, but they're not even, like, the person who can do... They're victims, too. They're not even people who can do it. The same, and, and, it's it's and, all... We gotta think about that from every perspective. The same way that, like... And it's not the same way as far as, like, a one-for-one. One, so don't take it that way, listeners. But, like, like the same way a nigga is a victim to the hood and you can't be like, oh... Because cause he, he was a gangbanger and he may have committed. He still did some bad yeah. shit. He, no, but there's reasons why he did some he, bad yeah, shit. They, mean, there's, yes. There are reasons why they did bad shit and we gotta like be able to extend that only because like I'll just say this and then be done but like poor people have to unite. I do understand that like cause I've talked to or I've had friends put this stuff online like about like acknowledging that like it'll be very hard for poor people to come together if we also don't acknowledge, like, our own oppressive natures amongst each other. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, we do still need to think 
so much more outside of the boxes that we're all in because as poor people because as poor people rich people are having no issue right now they're literally like yeah y'all are fighting and i am in a yacht and i'm i'm planning my moon base and I, right and there's no awesome. there's nothing yeah. that, that, that's my whole that's really the issue yeah. for me is like we are doing nothing to the enemy they are fine. They don't care. We are literally just fighting amongst ourselves, guys. And that's all I gotta... That's really all I gotta say. Like, yeah. cops are... As much as I understand why we fucking dislike them, they are literally a part of our same... They're closer to us than they are billionaires, bro. Much. They're literally Much. in the same bucket we are. They're just... We're cra- we're all crabs in a bucket. They're just some of the crabs who decided to be to pull another crab down and get on top of them. But we're all the same. We're all crabs in the same bucket right now. So that's what I that's that's basically what I gotta leave with. Like, fuck the cops, but love humans, and remember that even cops are humans before they're cops. So that's that's really how I'm gonna end this shit. Y'all can, yeah. Alex, R.I.P. Chadwick. That's facts. That's how. That's how. Respect. Well, you kind of said it all. Uh, obviously, working people of the world unite. I don't really know how else to say it. Um, that's sort of facts every day of the week. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I think, um, Dom's. I think you said it well. Um, I think that yeah. Ultimately, just try to see the humanity in everybody. Um, except for Jeff Bezos. Basically. <laughs> but, um, that, I think that's how I'll, I'll say it. But, um, it yeah. It doesn't mean your anger isn't justified, by the way. Yeah. Ultimately, I'd say that uh, we're stronger together. We're stronger united. I mean, that's sort of the basic premise of all of the things that I believe in. So, um, I think it's a good note to end on. But, yeah. So, Thank you for listening to this episode of Community Garden. Um, I hope it was enlightening. I please think. give us all you guys. You know, eventually we'll have like a comment section type. Shit yeah, like please available. DM uh, any of us. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Nathaniel Went. I quit Twitter for real. But <laughs> and we do not mind opposing views. We appreciate them actually. For yeah, real. but right. I, I would love to hear anyone's uh, two cents on it. I am sure I got things factually incorrect, but. I don't really want that sort of DM. More of like one that's gonna be like a good conversation. Not, um, I mean, you can. Fact Please it. just don't be, don't be, a, <laughs> don't be a fucking intellectual. Um, I don't give a fuck how smart you are, bro. Please don't I, um, uh, actually I, me. <laughs> I own, yeah, I literally so only much. care if you want to have a human conversation. That's right. Because figure things uh, out. I'm just a dude. I'm I just love, a guy. Right. My uncles, I, I love both of y'all. Daddy, I love you. That's right. Um, Shout out. Any anything that I spoke about on here, we could talk about in person too. So like, thanks. Yeah, I think that's what this is all about. I second that motion. Yeah, trying to um, get some real conversations going. But yeah, so thank you for listening to this episode of Community Garden. Um, and we'll have another episode coming out soon. I'm sure we talk about a movie. But yeah, so thanks for sticking with us. It'll be a lot lighter. Yes. Much love. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I hope so. (laughs) Love and kisses.